top of the morning to you, wherever you happen to be. Paul Gilbert here, out on the back porch on this Thursday morning, January 21st. Glad you're joining us. This is day nine of our walk through the book of Exodus, which is a follow-up to the series we did on Sunday mornings as we preached through Genesis over the past couple of years. And we're at this pivotal point where God um, has appeared to Moses. And, and Moses, having spent 40 years in the palace, and now he has spent 40 years in the pasture, uh, tending sheep. Um, now he's an elderly man, um, wondering what God's plan and purpose is for him. And God finally appears to him through this burning bush. That's where we were the last couple of days and now we're going to get to part two of that story so let me let me read and then let me pray and we'll dive into what and I don't think this is hyperbole what is the, one of the most significant passages in all of the Bible no pressure here we go verse 13 then Moses said to God, if I come to the people of Israel and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they ask me, what is his name? What shall I say to them? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, say this to the people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, say to this people of Israel, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever. And thus I'm to be remembered throughout all generations. Go and gather the elders of Israel together and say to them, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob has appeared to me saying, I have observed you and what has been done to you in Egypt. And I promise that I will bring you up out of the affliction of Egypt to the land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, a land flowing with milk and honey. And they will listen to your voice. And you and the elders of Israel shall go to the king of Egypt and say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has met with us. And now please let us go a three days journey into the wilderness that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God. But I know that the king of Egypt will not let you go unless compelled by a mighty hand. So I will stretch out my hand and strike Egypt with all the wonders that I will do in it. After that, he will let you go. And I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And when you go, you shall not go empty. But each woman shall ask of her neighbor and any woman who lives in her house for silver and gold, jewelry and clothing. You shall put them on your sons and your daughters and on your daughters. So you shall plunder the Egyptians. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we take for granted your revelation to us, you appearing to us, your, um, your drawing us to yourself, and um, we don't want to take that for granted. We want to stand in awe. We want to to reflect on the fact that, that we are treading upon sacred ground here. And so, Lord, we pray, Lord, that you would uh, open our eyes anew afresh this morning to who you are and how you've revealed yourself to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, 
God has commissioned Moses and has told Moses, you're going to be my servant. You're going to be my, the way I execute justice on the Egyptians and redemption for the Israelites. You're going to lead the people out of Egypt into the desert, into the promised land. To which Moses said, hey, listen, when I come to the people of Israel and they ask who has has sent me, who, who am I to say that has sent me? What, 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 what name shall I give them? Now, this is not Moses being coy or Moses being faithless. This is actually um, a very faithful request because remember up to this point in the lives of the patriarchs, well, God has appeared to the patriarchs and the people strategically and timely. Um, it hasn't necessarily been frequently. And when God has appeared, it's always been in the context of him reminding them of his covenant and his promises and what he's going to do, which has then been accompanied by some sort of miraculous sign or, or intervention or, de, or, or development in the life of the patriarchs. And so when, when Moses is saying, who shall I tell them sent me, he, he doesn't mean that the people of Israel has no idea, okay, who, who, who God is. Um, that, that's not what he's saying. He's saying, what sort of, what shall I tell them is the mission here? What is the, what, what is the revelation of yourself that you want to give to them, right? Because remember, the Old Testament background, names held incredible significance. Names held a ton of meaning, okay? Names set trajectories, names set futures, names fulfilled promises. And so, so, so this idea of naming something was an important part of identity. And here God um, references himself and it's the most clear revelation um, that gets to the heart of the essence of God and it is now revealed, uh, the mysteries of God, revealed on a personal level to Moses and his people. And very famously, I am who I am, which sounds a little nonsensical for the name of God. Um, it could be, I will be who I will be, or um, I am what I am. Um, it, it's been, been translated a variety of ways, but this is where we get the name Yahweh, okay? And it's the self-revelation of uh, name of God. It is the, when given the opportunity to say, God, what is the name that comprises all of who you are in the essence of your being? Um, it's this name, okay? Yahweh in the Hebrew. And we're not even perfectly confident about how the best way to pronounce this is. Okay, we've, some people have pronounced it like Jehovah. That's where that, that name comes from. But, but the, the idea was, anytime in your Old Testament that you see the word Lord capitalized, okay, then you need, you need to know that the Hebrew name underlying that, that English word is the word Yahweh. And he is um, revealing himself in the most personal, um, uh, profound way, um, possible okay now what's what's what we need to note about this and there, there's so much that we could say about it but let me just say just a couple of short things maybe is that 
we need to understand who it is that is revealing the nature of God, okay? It is God himself. This is God's self-revelation. In other words, Moses is in a place where he is completely dependent upon God revealing himself to Moses. God is not something to sort of be discovered, okay, so to speak, or, or understood in light of merely personal experience or background. So, so it's very commonplace today, um, many of you know this, to, to speak about spirituality or, or spiritualities, plural. And, and the idea and how people oftentimes want to distinguish this from religion is, is religion is more, most often thought about, and I'm using religious religion in the, in the, in the best sense of the term, okay? That, that religion is most often associated with this idea of, of timeless truths, traditions, creeds passed on from generation to generation that are part of the institutional church or an institutional organization. So in other words, um, there is a clearly defined um, parameters around who God is, okay? And that you are called to worship this God. You are called to conform to your, your life to this God. Versus spirituality, um, which, is, which is much, and I don't mean this in a purely pejorative sense, but is it a, it's a much more of a, of a man-oriented journey where people are trying to, to figure out what is my personal spirituality? You may hear people say this, I'm, I'm spiritual, not religious. And, and a lot of times that means I'm, I'm not identifying with a, uh, a, a, a particular tradition of faith or a particular doctrinal creed or confession. What I'm, what I'm, what I'm creating for myself is my own spirituality. I'm creating um, this, this, this internal world of meaning that I think um, I can derive personal meaning from, okay? Now we need to understand, of course we don't separate, ever separate the personal from, from the objective. However, that's not biblical Christianity, right? Um, biblical Christianity is God revealing himself to his people. And so this name, I am, okay? It's more than just a nickname. It's 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 a name that it, that really means I embody everything there is to embody. I, I am the essence of reality. I am the um, the the sort of the the center of of being. Right. Nothing really exists outside of me. Like in other in other words, everything only has meaning in reference to me. Okay, and and that's that's what in essence uh, th this idea of Yahweh really gets at, and so so oftentimes you hear culturally right, um, whether it's about a particular doctrinal truth or whether it's about a particular uh, difficult um, um, confessional statement or a, a, an idea about God, people will often say, well, well, I could just never worship a God like that. Um, or, or I like to think of, you know, you're, 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 you like to think of God as this, this, and this, but I like to God, think of God as that, that, and that. And what, what really the essence of this passage communicates to us is that it is God who sets the terms for how we are to know him. 
It is God who sets the terms, okay, for revealing himself to us. And again, we went back to this, you know, yesterday when we were talking about a call to worship. This is God summoning us to worship him. God is saying, I'm the center of the universe. I'm the center of reality. Everything has to be measured and evaluated against who I am and who I've revealed myself to be. And so, so when we, sometimes when we run up against rough doctrines or hard things to understand or conceptions of God that just strike us, okay, um, as implausible, okay, culturally speaking. Um, and we can think about, you know, the ideas of a, a God of wrath or of holiness or justice. Those are, those are, those are not popular notions of God. Interestingly, those would have been much more meaningful in previous times when people lived on the brink of life and death and enemies were always attacking and this idea of justice uh, was very palpable for them. But for us, because we're, we live in a relatively secure, safe, predictable context, those kind of notions of God um, we have a harder time with. But the reality is, for all of us, we are all called to bring our preconceived notions of who God is um, to him and evaluate them conform them change them okay repent from them where we're wrong and to submit our life to him because he is the great self-revelation he is the great um um creator and redeemer of the universe and so so this is this really gets to the heart and the essence right of of, of what biblical Christianity is. Now, I'm going to close with this, and we're going to do a part two to this passage tomorrow, okay? But, but because there's a lot we could say here, a lot more we could say. But isn't it interesting that the thing that most infuriated the religious leaders, okay, in the New Testament, most set them off in wanting to kill Jesus was him telling them that before Abraham was, I am, okay? And, and that God um, ultimately revealed himself on his terms through the person Jesus Christ. And if we want to know most accurately who this I am is, we need to know who Jesus is. And we're going to talk about that tomorrow. Same time, same station. See you then. Lord, we don't want to create a God. We don't want to think about you in our own terms, in our own image. We want to uh, worship you for who you are, who you've revealed yourself to be. And so, Lord, where we are mistaken, Lord, where we have difficulty, Lord, where we are, where we wrestle through these things, be gracious to us. And Lord, give us um, insight, courage, wisdom to know how to repent and to conform our understanding of you according to your word. Um, Lord, that, that is where true blessedness lies, and we ask that you would, in flourishing lies, we want to worship you for who you are. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, guys.